From the newsroom of the Rockford Register Star, here's what's new today. things that that she's doing that might need a little tweaking and vice versa so it's nice that we're working as a team and that we're both mom and daughter so it really doesn't matter what we say to each other like we take constructive criticism easily we've been doing it our whole lives so it's really nice yeah we have a good work working relationship yeah <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes we think alike like she'll be like oh my gosh mom I just thought that too yeah, so that, that's our wonder twin powers. Yeah, she likes to think we have. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not, right? And those are my guests today, Rockford muralists and mother and daughter team of Lisa and Libby Frost. They have taken on the audacious task of painting all over some 42 tall pillars underneath the Jefferson Street Bridge as part of the citywide Creative Transformational Art Festival. But first, some background on our coverage of the festival that just wrapped up on Sunday, May 19th. In the course of our coverage, the Register Star has highlighted the seven female muralists leading their respective projects throughout the city. They are responsible for six of the nine new murals here. Among them, I've talked with the three artists from Rockford on this podcast. Two others are featured in Sunday's news story about their mural, which pays homage to a Rockford woman who flew planes in World War II and later became a test pilot after the war ended. And still two more muralists can be found in the extensive photo gallery on our website. I made those beautiful photos while following the mural's progress throughout the week, so check them out and find our complete mural coverage at rrstar.com. And now I'm back to my guests. Lisa Frost and her daughter Libby Frost are no strangers to the Rockford art scene. The Lisa Frost Studio has distributed Lisa's paintings, clothing designs, and even a line of dishes internationally. Libby Frost is graduating from Boylan Catholic High School this year, and last year she completed a large mural on the side of the State Street Bridge at Joe Marino Park. The Frosts were kind enough to take a moment out of their hectic painting schedule last week to visit the Register Star newsroom for this podcast. Let's drop in on our conversation now. So, Lisa, you are no stranger to creative endeavors. You have a long history supporting the arts. Um, you yourself are, have Lisa Frost Studio, which has distributed your work nationally and internationally. You paint, you design clothes and dishes. Why don't you take us from there? Describe the work that you do. Well, I've, geez, I've done a lot of different things throughout the years. Art is always evolving for me. So um, for a while there, I was really known for creating decorative art pieces that had this sort of whimsical, happy, vibrant, colorful flair. 
um, things for the home, dishes, like you said, clothing, banners. Banners were huge for me. Uh, all kinds of different um, items that could be used in the home. She does lots I of do. things for the seasons. Yeah, for Christmas the seasons. Christmas especially. Yeah, yeah. Across and friends. yeah, and um, boy, when Libby was six months old, I decided to have a, uh, you were, no, you were four months old. I decided to have um, a holiday show. Now, I had been doing some art shows and traveling around with my artwork, fine artwork, paintings of landscapes and florals and personal pieces like that. And it was when I had a four-month-old and a two-month-old, and a friend of mine had stopped by. We had a play date, and I painted some things up for the children, and she said, Wow, Lisa, if you, if you put a few of these things together, we could do a holiday show. And so I did, and I just invited people from my address book, and I painted everything I could possibly think of in this sort of decorative line. This is how this whole thing got started. Libby was in a bassinet. My two-year-old other daughter was running around, Maddie. She was running around. And I invited everybody from my book, and they came to this holiday show that I had in my home with all of these painted up pieces and and I sold everything <laughs> and I thought either one of two things either they really felt sorry for me or they liked it so I went with the second one and that sort of launched this whole Lisa Frost studio this decorative line of painted pieces that became really my signature seal from there on out Right on. Now, Libby, you've been around your mom's art since you were in the bassinet, according to her. Now, fast forward several years, you're about to graduate from Boylan Catholic High School uh, this week, right? Correct. And uh, you're already no stranger to creating uh, art in the city here. You have essentially just, uh, well, you created the Rockford... Yep. mural on the State Street Bridge. Yep, last year. Tell us a little bit about that. Okay, so last summer um, I created a proposal because I, I thought like Rockford really needed murals. I had gone on, um, I had traveled the a couple states to go visit colleges on several campuses and I noticed in these cool cities that there were tons of murals and I mean murals are just really a cool thing for cities to have. Um, a lot of my friends, since I'm a teenage girl, a lot of, like to take pictures in front of murals, and they're very artistic and cool. And I was like, wow, Rockford really needs one of these. It'd be really cool to have one downtown since the city market is really evolving. And it, I think it would spread a lot of Rockford pride since, um, you know, Rockford sometimes gets a bad rap, but like we're really doing a good job of improving a lot of the downtown area. So why not add some culture and art to the scene downtown? So what I did is after I got back from my college visiting trip, I crafted a proposal, um, sketched up a design and presented it to the mayor. And then it went through the zoning board process and then eventually got passed through city council. And at the end of summer, I started painting. So not only was that a creative endeavor, but that was also a civics lesson in action. You had to cut through the red tape and pave that path to get this uh, piece on the State Street Bridge Mm -hmm. there at Joe Marino Park. Mm -hmm. Great. 
Uh, fast uh, forward to the right now, um, the city, through its Rockford Area Convention and Visitors Bureau, kicked off its uh, first ever mural festival called Creative Transformational Art. It's uh, nine murals that are popping up throughout the downtown area right now as we record this. You two are responsible for what may be the trickiest concept to achieve, (laughs) and you're smiling and and nodding on that. Um, You are painting 42 pillars under the Jefferson Street Bridge there at Madison Street. Uh, How did you decide to do this, and what does it entail to actually pull that off? Well, how did we decide to do this? Um, they, the Convention and Visitors Bureau was really appreciative of Libby and her efforts with the Rockford Mural, that they really wanted to include her in this whole festival, which was such a great honor. Um, so they called, they called me and they said, would you and Libby like to do this? And so I went to a meeting Libby was in school. I went to a meeting there, and they said, we would really like you to consider doing um, the polls under the Jefferson Street Bridge. And I about had a heart attack. I mean, it was like, how could we possibly do that? And I thought about it overnight, and Libby and I discussed it, and we went back and forth. We thought, well, you know, maybe we should just take on a wall. That would be a lot easier. Just one flat, big wall would be a lot easier than the, the 42 pillars under the bridge, because each pillar, if you think about it, has four sides. So if you rolled that whole square footage out, that would be quite a bit. And, we, and, they're, and they're tall, too. <laughs> they're not your standard, like, one-story tall right. wall here. You, right. you guys are uh, liberally employing mm-hmm. cherry pickers, the, the lifts, the right. mechanical lifts, to get you that high up yeah. those pillars. Yeah. It doesn't help that she's afraid of heights. (laughs) I know. I've had to really talk myself. You know, harnesses. Yeah, I have to be locked in. I'm okay now. I'm getting better. I've been I've been covering this photographically (laughs) since day zero, I believe. And I saw you yesterday in your harness in one of the lifts. Uh, You were you were stationary. You weren't you weren't moving, and you were you were on the ground there. But you seem pretty comfortable. Yeah, I'm getting better. See, I'm getting better. See, started saying. She started this out saying, I am not getting up there, but that that quickly changed. But there you go. I'm I'm doing much better with it now. You two are three of the Rockford artists participating in the mural projects here. What does it mean to you to be Rockfordians taking part in making the city a more beautiful place? Wow, it's such an honor. Don't you think, Libby? It's like the best feeling ever. It is, to be the girls represent. I think we're all women. Yeah, you yeah. And, and Jenny, Jenny Matthews. We're, um, we're, we're representing our city, and that, that is so wonderful. It's really an honor. And it's an honor to have these artists come in from out of town. So it feels nice that um, local people are involved, and yet we're hosting um, national artists as well. So it's really an honor to be a part of it. That's a great point. Our three Rockfordian muralists are all women, and a shameless plug, Jenny Matthews, the other muralist in this festival we featured in our 
most recent podcast. So if you want to learn more about Jenny Matthews and her creative endeavors in Rockford, check out our more recent uh, podcast episode here on From the Newsroom, Rockford Register Star. Oh, I was going to tell you. I was going to tell you. So I, uh, after I slept on it and Libby and I discussed about the polls, we sort of looked at each other and we were like, it's a massive project, but let's do it. Let's go for it. Because it's the only mural that is actually interactive. It, you actually walk, ride your bike, drive your car. You th- go through it. And that felt really cool for us. Didn't it, Lib? Yeah, it was, it's super unique. Like It's a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity for sure. And it's already gathering some attention. I saw you... Lisa yesterday and there was already a portrait session taking place amongst the pillars we saw a high school portrait uh, session happening at one of the the painted colors Mm -hmm. and you realized then you had an epiphany then about the color scheme of the pillars describe the color scheme of the pillars and segue from that to just the greater illustrative concept you're making out there so I told you this, Libby, this boy was there and he was standing by the green pillar. And I thought to myself, I know we spent so much time carefully planning out the colors, but did you know that every color of every local high school is represented there under the bridge? Mm -hmm. So since it's a cool spot for senior portraits, now they can team up with their colors. So the idea is that these outside colors on the poles pull you into the space, this massive space of scale. And you've got the black and white that, that makes it sort of a unified area. And then in the center of the poles, we have kind of this pop art theme going with shapes and colors. And eventually, we'll get to these illustrations that are going to go up there. That might take us a little while. We're, we're working hard every single day. I mean, yesterday, I got there uh, at 7, and I left at 7. And I didn't even take a lunch break. So I'm working around the clock, I mean, to the best of my ability. And Libby's still doing finals in school and coming in between. So we're working around the clock to get what we can done for the party Saturday night. And we'll just keep working on it throughout the summer, which might make an interesting story as we continue to build it over time. And it will be fun for the community, too, and encourage people to come down and um, check us out and see the progress as it comes together. So you brought up a a tricky challenge that you're facing here with such a a visible project going on. You've already got eyeballs and gawkers galore coming by to, to check out and learn what you're doing here. How do you get into the creative zone to actually get some work done with all of this attention uh, blasted upon you? The key is the planning. Um, we were at home and we built a model down in the basement and then we built a second model. I mean, we were really tweaking a lot and spent a lot of time on really thinking out the plan for it and people might not realize how much time we spent on the colors and if you're standing at one pole, what color do you see here? What color do you see there? What pattern do you see? Is it, is it curved? Is it linear? Is it um, solid? Is it transparent? You know, everything we really spent a lot of time thinking through. So hopefully that, I mean, that definitely, don't you think, Lip? Yeah, we also have been like um, using chalk to 
sketch things out beforehand before throwing on the paint since it's permanent. Um, so that's kind of a technique we've been using. Yeah. Um, having each other there is really nice because I'll notice things that that she's doing that might need a little tweaking and vice versa. So it's nice that we're working as a team and that we're both mom and daughter. So it really doesn't matter what we say to each other. Like we take constructive criticism easily. We've been doing it our whole lives. So it's really nice. Yeah, we have a good work- working relationship. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. And sometimes we think alike. Like she'll be like, oh my gosh, mom, I just thought that too. Yeah, so that that's our wonder twin powers. Yeah, she likes to think we <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not, right? Okay. It, well, it, I, I think there's something to that for sure. Yeah, in, my, in my family, my mom lives in Virginia. My sister is in Virginia, yet I'm here in Rockford, and sometimes we'll go a long time without communicating, but then all of a sudden the three of us will get in touch with each other and say, hey, I've been thinking of you. I've got this idea in mind. What do you think? And the other ones will say, I was thinking the same thing too. We call that the Yates family ESP going on. And it turns on and off. Yeah, yeah. Extrasensory powers between family members is a real thing. I'm a huge believer. I learned about that in psych. Well, that, that's another psychology lesson for another podcast. Uh, I don't think we Come have time soon. to go in. ESP. We don't well, have... I'm happy about that when she goes to college next year. Just turn on my ESP. So, Libby, before you go on to college, you have started your, uh, your own uh, future in the arts. You want to take your murals, maybe downsize them a little bit into <laughs> a smaller scale operation that you can market to clients and customers Mm -hmm. on a more economical scale. (laughs) Uh, Describe uh, your your future plans. Yeah, so, I mean, I've been doing fine art since my freshman year of high school. I mean, through the Boylan Art Department, I've been making tons and tons of pieces. I've been in AP art for the past two years, so I just have, like, a lot of pieces at home um, that I'm proud of and that have helped me develop my artistic passion. And now... I mean, they're all just sitting at home. So I, with the help of my art teacher and her advice, I created an art Instagram account and it's, it's just getting started, but it's there. And um, I've just kind of been posting some of my art and I hope to create more art. Um, for my future, I'm going into business and I'm trying to minor or double major in design and either design or engineering just to see where that that takes me. Um, I kind of want to do something that's innovative, working with businesses like that. But I don't know, but I want to keep the studio art and actually crafting pieces with paint and watercolors and the mediums I like. I want to keep that forever. So um, that's kind of why I started the Instagram because I'm interested in pursuing my art just on the side like for the rest of my life. And making other people happy with it, selling it, et cetera. Wonderful. I've got one last formal question to throw out to the both of you uh, before we start to wrap this up. What does the future of art in Rockford look like to you? Well, I think Rockford's on fire with art right now. I mean, art scene this year was so amazing. I I just was so impressed with it. I've been teaching studio art over at Auburn High School this year. I've, I've just been subbing in, helping out. And um, my students at Auburn are on fire it, with excitement. 
for the art scene in Rockford and they want to get involved and Libby and her friends and and young people are really I don't know what the word is they're just sort of lifted up by all of this art happening and I think that that youthful spirit has just trickled onto everyone the fact that the city is doing all of these murals the um, the future of art in general is changing so rapidly. Art is so accessible through Instagram or Facebook or Twitter. I mean, people can create art and get it out there to the world for the world to see instantly. And the idea that public art is art for everybody, it's um, and made so accessible only in um, increases the culture of a city and the vibe of a, the vibe of a city. So I think that we are on a really good path here in Rockford. I think it's only going to continue to grow and to um, get bigger and better as the years progress. And I think I think people too want to support artists. They realize that it's it's a tough it's a tough um, gig, and so. Uh, people buying more art, ke keeping our artists, you know, going and motivated to keep creating. I think that's dually as an, as important and supporting their events. I think that Rockfordians are all about that, and this is a perfect um, a perfect jumping off point for celebrating the arts in the community and in public art. This mural festival, I just love it. Thank you, Lisa, and. <laughs> And Libby, I want you to take us out here. One thing I love to do with all of my guests is to troll their Instagram feeds for something that is eye-catching and intriguing and get you to explain the inspiration behind that image here. So I've got my Instagram up and running, and I found you at Frost Libby Art, and I've scrolled down to a post you made exactly a month ago today as we record this. Uh, this post is from April 16th, and it's a self-portrait that you've made. And I want, it's super colorful, it's kind of trippy, and it's got that element of pop art that uh, seems to be a thread throughout your mm -hmm. your current uh, work here. Uh, take a look at this and describe what this selfie is and why you decided to create it. Okay, so a lot of the uh, common theme in my art, as you kind of noticed already, is just these vibrant colors. My mom kind of ha has it displayed in her art too. We're just very drawn to color. Um, I, I believe that it's, it's just aesthetically pleasing and it, it just has happy vibes to it. So my concentration or my sustained investigation this year had to do with the design element of line um, and how the line was related to the subject matter. So in this self-portrait, I'm kind of like thinking and it's kind of, it kind of reminds me of a daydream per se. So yeah, I use chalk pastel um, that was the that was the medium I used. Um, my favorite medium is paint. Uh, why I really love murals as well, but I'm kind of I like exploring different mediums too. Wonderful. 
Well, Lisa and Libby Frost, mother and daughter team, thank you so much for making Rockford a more beautiful place and joining us on the Rockford Register Star podcast today. Again, thanks for coming in and joining us. Thank you. Thanks for having us, Scott. Stay cool. For more from the newsroom of the Rockford Register Star, go online at rrstar.com.